Hello and welcome to a special veterans episode of the Autumn Action News Podcast. My name is Jessica Joaquin and today the OAN staff will be reading you a few words on a couple of SRPMIC veterans. I would like to encourage you to head over to autumnnews.org to read our latest issue, which also includes our Veterans Day issue. In that insert, you can read more about other SRPMIC veterans that we may not have mentioned in this episode. There is also a list of SRPMIC veterans from all branches of the military, along with many photos. Let's start things off with a Veterans Day message from SRPMIC President Martin Javier. Veterans Day is a time to remember those who have served our country. Our Autumn and Pipas people have served our homeland proudly, beginning with the U.S. Cavalry and the Arizona National Guard, serving even before being recognized as citizens of Arizona and being able to vote in elections. Today, the tradition continues as the Autumn and Pipas now serve in all branches of the U.S. Armed Forces. Wednesday, November 11th is Veterans Day. Current events will mean that some of our traditional observance will change this year, but we will never forget the service and sacrifice of those who wore the uniform honorably for our country, including the many Native Americans and SRPMIC community members who have served in all United States wars and conflicts. What we now call Veterans Day began as Armistice Day recognized for the first time at the officially recognized end of World War I, 11 a.m. on 11-11-1918. While the day has strong historical roots, current events continue to add meaning to that day. It is with great pride that we recognize and show appreciation to all of our Salt River veterans and employees of our community government and businesses for their sacrifices. The history of our people serving in the U.S. military goes back to the mid-1800s, as documented by our traditional calendar sticks. The Autumn and Pipash have a long history of being warriors, and you can read some of their stories in the latest Autumn Action News. They recently remembered the sacrifice of those who did not return at POW, MIA, and Gold Star Mothers ceremonies. The resilience and bravery demonstrated by Native American veterans helped the United States achieve victory in combat and save lives. From the Revolutionary War to the Global War on Terrorism, our Native Americans have stepped up and answered the call of duty. They carried forth an honorable warrior tradition that for generations has exemplified what is best about all of us. I am proud to say that members of the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community have never failed to answer the call of service. With many citizens serving in all branches of the armed forces in every era, let us not forget to honor them this Veterans Day. Being in the jungle for that long changes a person. Clarence Thomas, U.S. Army, 82nd Airborne, Panama, and Honduras. Thomas said, we did 30 days at a time in the jungles of Panama. You go into the jungle human and come home inhuman. Being in the jungle for that long changes a person. It took a lot out of me. For a community veteran who may be living with negative emotions after their time in the military, 
Don't give up, said Thomas. Learn to communicate more, find people to talk to, and connect back with your families. Don't let anger and depression get the best of you. Don't isolate yourself. Demolition expert in Vietnam War, Burley Sanders, U.S. Army, SF, Vietnam. In the late 1950s, at the age 17, Burley Sanders made the decision to willingly join the military rather than waiting to be drafted. I knew if I were drafted, they would put me in a line company, a straight-legged infantry, said Sanders about why he enlisted. I didn't want that. If I enlisted, I would have my own choice of duty station. Sanders attended Army basic training at Fort Benning, Georgia, as well as jump school and ranger school. He later moved to Fort Bragg, North Carolina, for special forces training. Sanders was eventually sent to Vietnam, assigned to the U.S. Military Assistance Advisory Group, MAAG, where he helped the Army of Republic of Vietnam train in tactics. He did two and a half tours there. Sanders' specialty was demolitions. He was called on to clear pathways for helicopters to drop off equipment and supplies. When he was discharged, Sanders ended up at Travis Air Force Base in Solano, California. I just thought, home, 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 said Sanders, about his long journey back to the United States. When he was in California, Vietnam soldiers advised him not to wear his uniforms outside the gates of the base. Sanders wondered why. They did not realize how strong the anti-Vietnam War protests had become in this country. I was proud to wear my uniform, he said. After another long journey, Sanders finally made it back to Phoenix. When he arrived, he cried and hugged his parents and told them he missed them. We were only doing what we were supposed to do, said Sanders, but I was glad to go home. I don't care where you go, there is no place like home. Conflict was over. Loretta Johnson, U.S. Army, WAC, Vietnam. Loretta Johnson served her country during the controversial Vietnam War. Although she didn't serve any tours, she is still proud of her accomplishments during those five years. She entered the military at 19 years old, right after high school graduation. Johnson said she went to basic training more prepared than most girls because she had attended the Stewart Indian High School in Nevada. After basic training, Johnson spent one year on active duty and spent another four years in the Army Reserves. She considered herself lucky because she could go wherever she wanted to go. At the time, females and minorities were needed in almost every area of service. She spent those four years at a post in the Scottsdale area. The Army asked her, if you had to go fight for your country, would you go? She said, it was difficult to answer, especially when I knew I might be required to kill someone. I didn't want to go to Vietnam, but I would eventually have to. Luckily, a year later, the conflict was over. Johnson was not deployed. Fought alongside brother Everett Harrison Rhodes, AZNG-158, RCT, World War II. In 1937, Harrison Rhodes joined the Army National Guard along with his brother, Everett. When Pearl Harbor was attacked by Japanese planes on December 7th, 1941, the Japanese made a sneak attack on American ships. They sunk the USS Arizona, which was the largest ship there, Rhodes said. During that time, I was stationed with the Army's 45th Infantry Division in Louisiana, where we were doing jungle-type training. He would later become part of the 158th Infantry Regiment 
and be sent along with his brother to protect the Panama Canal. In 1943, Rhodes was stationed with the 158th in Brisbane, Australia for six months. They then went to New Guinea and saw combat with the Japanese. During this time, Rhodes had his brother Everett with him, explained Rhodes' daughter, Pauline Antone. The brothers were together in the same regiment fighting side by side during those five years, and they came back home together. Learn that I wasn't invincible. Michael Wagner, U.S. Army, Iraq. Michael Wagner had two deployments in the military. He said, During my first deployment, I felt invincible, almost like nobody could hurt me. I had that attitude. But IEDs, improvised explosive devices, were going off, and people were getting shot or hit with RPGs, rocket-propelled grenades. We lost about eight people in my squadron during my first deployment. The next deployment wasn't so bad. Fortunately, during my second deployment, I was only hit with two IEDs. I soon learned that I wasn't invincible and that I was blessed to be alive and returning home. Did not re-enlist. I wanted to get out and go home to Lehigh. Fillmore Carlos, U.S. Army Airborne, Korea. Fillmore Carlos served with the 82nd Airborne Division. Fillmore Carlos said, I was assigned to the 508th Regiment. I became a heavy automatic weapon instructor slash teacher. I was a cadre, Even though I had limited experience with automatic weapons, I learned the whole mechanical process. I picked it up just like that. When Carlos's time in the military ended, he did not re-enlist. He said, quote, I went through my mustering out because I wanted to get out and go home to Lehigh. Always honor your family and your country. Reuben Thomas, USMC, Iraq. Reuben Thomas decided to join the military after high school in 1996. Thomas said, I enlisted because my family had a long history of serving in the military and it was always a positive thing. Three days after high school graduation, he left for boot camp in California. I learned the basic fundamentals, honor, courage, and commitment, said Thomas. Always honor your family and your country. And if you're going to do something, be committed to it, whether it's military or your job. Thomas started out in boot camp or Marine Corps recruiting training in San Diego and then was in North Carolina before serving a year in Okinawa, Japan. I even got deployed to Iraq, he said. Thomas said, it's a little intimidating when you're 18 years old and away from home. It's a big world and at the same time it's a small place because you're still with the Marine Corps. He served from 1997 to 2005. After returning home, Thomas said he was more disciplined it helped me realize what direction I wanted to go, said Thomas. I applied some of the methods I have learned from the military to get stuff done. Not as hard or tough as the military. I never had a negative experience in the military. It was a learning experience throughout the years. Began military career on back of horse. Mervyn Ranglero, U.S. Army, World War II. Mervyn Ranglero's love of horses inspired him to join the U.S. Army Cavalry. Ranglero was among the first group of soldiers to volunteer to leave Arizona and travel to Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas for basic training. The group included several Pima, Maricopa, and Papago men. 
Ringlero transferred to Louisiana in summer 1941. He knew that war was going to break out, but he didn't know where or when. Then on December 7, 1941, Pearl Harbor was attacked by the Japanese. The cavalry units were being replaced by newer military weaponry and tactics, so they were not needed at that time. He requested a transfer to the paratroopers. Some of Ringlero's unit went to the 101st Airborne, Screaming Eagles, and the 82nd Airborne. He went to an outfit in Czechoslovakia to fight along the Czech partisans. He was there in May 1945 when Germany surrendered. His outfit was sent back to the United States. After a 30-day furlough, they were headed to Japan to continue fighting. But in August 1945, the atomic bombs were dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, ending the war. Ringlero said, I was very lucky that I didn't get any wounds. Kazan Enos, USMC, Iraq. I made it and I graduated. It's one of the proudest moments in my life and my family's. I wanted to do something for myself that nobody could take away from me. I wanted to do something that not everybody can say they did and bring pride to my family name. I wanted to make my parents proud and my grandparents proud. Drafted for the Vietnam War, Alvin Miles, U.S. Army, Vietnam. Alvin Miles remembers the day in 1967 when he received a letter stating that he and several other young men were to report to the induction center in Phoenix. They had been drafted for the Vietnam War. Miles reported along with his friends. Fortunately, the friends were able to stick together through basic training, advanced infantry training, and jump school at Fort Benning, Georgia. After that, Miles visited his family for two weeks before shipping out to Vietnam where he and his friends became known as the, quote, crazy bunch. He said, we were crazy because we were always volunteering to be point men by leading the company to make sure we weren't walking up to the enemy lines and we would volunteer to bring up the rear and make sure no one was following us. It was very dangerous because you were the only one back waiting to see if anyone was coming. Thank you so much for listening to this special episode. Please head over to the Autumn Action News Facebook page to see a special Veterans Day video produced by OAN news reporter Chris Picciuolo. With respect, honor, and gratitude, the Autumn Action News wants to say thank you to all members of our military, in all branches, past and present, living and dead. To end this episode, here is Miss Salt River, Isabella Doherty. Nam am yoid ma am cook, dog yoks yadik donadik, gooch of sea hansodit, don't de kugim hood nikwi, spogimastadnim chuk shan, chuku abubs mums, amia dog jig yadog, visits nanait man hoovrak. Udas fagimakupan, maskokayeda kukpan, amt chukich chukumamoich, mananat givanjur, sis has come and evidut, good see.